This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Coming up on 5-Minute News. COVID hospitalizations skyrocket in children too young for vaccination. Three men who executed Armored Arbery get life sentences. And groundbreaking black actor Sidney Poitier dies. It's Saturday, January 8. I'm Anthony Davis. Hospitalizations of U.S. children under five with COVID-19 soared in recent weeks to their highest level since the pandemic began, according to government data released on Friday, on the only age gap not yet eligible for the vaccine. The worrisome trend in children too young to be vaccinated underscores the need for older children and adults to get their shots to help protect those around them, said Dr. Rochelle Walensky, director of the CDC. Since mid-December, with the highly contagious Omicron variant spreading furiously around the country, the hospitalisation rate in these youngest children has surged to more than 4 in 100,000 children, up from 2.5 per 100,000. The rate among children ages 5 to 17 is about 1 per 100,000, according to CDC data, which is drawn from over 250 hospitals in 14 states. Overall, paediatric hospitalizations are at their highest rate compared to any prior point in the pandemic, Walensky said. She noted that just over 50% of children, ages 12 to 18, and only 16% of those 5 to 11, are fully vaccinated. The overall hospitalization rate among children and teens is still lower than that of any other age group, and they still account for less than 5% of average new daily hospital admissions. The trend among the very youngest children is being driven by high hospitalization rates in five states – Georgia, Connecticut, Tennessee, California and Oregon – with the steepest increases in Georgia. At a briefing, Walensky said the numbers include children hospitalized because of COVID-19 and those admitted for other reasons but found to be infected. Three white men convicted of murder for lynching Armored Arbery were sentenced to life in prison on Friday, with a judge denying any chance of parole for the father and son who armed themselves and initiated the deadly pursuit of the 25-year-old black man. Superior Court Judge Timothy Walmsley said Arbery left his home for a jog and ended up running for his life for five minutes as the men chased him until they finally cornered him. The judge paused for a minute of silence to help drive home a sense of what the time must have felt like for Arbery, whose killing became part of a larger national reckoning on racial injustice. Greg and Travis McMichael grabbed guns and jumped in a pickup truck to chase Arbery after spotting him running in their neighbourhood outside the port city of Brunswick on February 23, 2020. 
Their neighbor, William Bryan, joined the pursuit in his own truck and recorded cell phone video of Travis McMichael firing close-range shotgun blasts into Arbery and executing him in cold blood. Wormsley ordered the McMichaels to serve life without parole and granted Bryan a chance to earn parole after serving at least 30 years in prison. Today, your son has made history because we have people who are being held accountable for lynching a black man in America, said Benjamin Crump, a civil attorney representing the family. Arbery's sister recalled his humor, describing him as a positive thinker with a big personality. She told the judge her brother had dark skin that glistened in the sunlight, thick curly hair and an athletic build, factors that made him a target for the men who pursued him. Sidney Poitier, the groundbreaking actor and enduring inspiration who transformed how black people were portrayed on screen and became the first black actor to win an Academy Award for Best Lead Performance and the first to be a top box office draw, has died. He was 94. Poitier, winner of the Best Actor Oscar in 1964 for Lilies of the Field, died Thursday at his home in Los Angeles, according to Latre Raming, the Director of Communications for the Prime Minister of the Bahamas. His close friend and great contemporary Harry Belafonte issued a statement on Friday remembering their extraordinary times together. For over 80 years, Sidney and I laughed, cried, and made as much mischief as we could, he wrote. He was truly my brother and partner in trying to make this world a little better. He certainly made mine a whole lot better. Few movie stars, black or white, had such an influence both on and off the screen. Before Poitier, the son of Bahamian tomato farmers, no black actor had a sustained career as a lead performer or could get a film produced based on his own star power. Before Poitier, Hollywood filmmakers rarely even attempted to tell a black person's story. Poitier's rise mirrored profound changes in the country in the 1950s and 60s, as racial attitudes evolved during the civil rights era and segregation laws were challenged and fell, Poitier was the performer to whom a cautious industry turned for stories of progress. Debates about diversity in Hollywood inevitably turned to the story of Poitier, with his handsome, flawless face, intense stare and disciplined style. He was, for years, not just the most popular black movie star, but the only one. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app. Ask your smart speaker or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Subscribe, rate and review online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health and climate. Delivering independent, unbiased and essential world news daily. A news story gets shared by a friend on social media, or you catch a tweet that really makes your blood boil. But how do you separate fact from fiction? That's the premise behind Disinformation, a 10-part series from Evergreen Podcasts and Emergent Risk International coming this fall. Tune in to Disinformation wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, don't believe everything you read.